everybody. Welcome to the No Pants Required podcast. I'm your host, Jen Mann, and today I'm wearing pajama pants because they totally count as pants. Fight me. My guest for this episode is Karen Alpert. Karen is the best-selling author of Mama's Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be A-Holes, unfiltered advice on how to raise awesome kids. Karen is the ridiculously hairy, self-deprecating writer of the popular blog Baby Sideburns. You may have seen a few of her more viral posts like What Not to F and Buy My Kids This Holiday or Kai You Suck So Bad, Here's Another Blog About Why I Hate Him. She spent 15 years working for national advertising agencies until she was promoted to her newest favorite job, Mommy. She lives with her two amazing kiddos and a very forgiving husband who is kind enough not to call her cousin it when she undresses for bed every night. I have a lot of fun with Karen Alpert of Baby Cyburns. <laughs> I saw her a few years ago. Gosh, no, it's been more than that. I was everything feels like it's like two years ago. But no, how many years ago did you how many years ago did you go viral on Chicago now? Close to ten years? Nine years? Yeah. Like eight or nine years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. We're so old. <laughs> we're like, we're going to be like grandma. We, yes, we are. We, Karen and I started out as mommy bloggers and we're going to be like grandma bloggers one day. <laughs> Thank you for coming on my show, Karen. I'm so excited to have you here today and to talk to you. I feel like we, we live far apart from each other, but I do feel like I always know what's going on with you because you're very, very active on social media. And I kind of wanted to know... What I want to start with is I want to know how did you get started? Like where where did baby sideburns come from? Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, first of all. This is exciting. <laughs> I like I love talking with friends on a podcast. It makes it easier. Right. Uh-huh. Um, I started I started like every other mommy blogger starts. Like I really didn't have any kind of motive or mission. I just I was a writer and I was a copywriter in advertising and I had a baby. And I just kind of I was really tired of advertising. Like it's, it's like a rat race. Like you're constantly producing work that never sees the light of day. There was a lot of male chauvinism in the, in the industry and I just didn't like it anymore. So when I had Zoe, I went back to work for about three months and I was so done with it. I was like the person that showed up like at 9am and left at 5pm. And I was like, I got to get out of here. And so then I ended up starting a blog at the time because like, every mom was starting a blog, like every single one. I think they said like there were millions and millions of mommy blogs. And I'm like, well, I'm a writer. Like I should have one of those. <laughs> and I honestly, I don't even think I'd ever read a blog before. Like I don't think I, like maybe I had like come across one and like accidentally read it, but I, I don't think I even really knew what a blog was. No. In <laughs> fact, I kind of thought bloggers were weird. Like my sister-in-law had one back then and and when I would see her, like we live in the same town and I would see her all the time and I'd be like, oh, what have you been up to? And she's like, it's all on my blog. And I was like, girl, I didn't read blogs. <laughs> and I'm like, so strangers just like read about your life? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, and they're like invested? Like they care? And she's like, yes. I'm like, that's so weird. Right? That's the And weirdest. then a year later, I'm like, how do I get one of those? <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. And a lot of moms were just writing like just – their daily, whatever they're going through, whatever they're doing. And that, and that was fine. But I was a writer and I really wanted to entertain. And I thought I had some like entertaining stories to tell. And Zoe was little at the time. She had, we had just moved to the Chicago area and we were, she was in diapers. And I remember the first blog was just about 
taking her to the library and I forgot the diaper bag in the car. And of course she, you know, pooped her brains out <laughs> in the library. And so it made for a funny story. And like, I just basically told the story on my, on my new blog. And it was actually wasn't called Baby Sideburns at the time. It was called Mommyhood Unplugged. Oh. <laughs> I'm a terrible name. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't realize that you so, had something before that. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. My apologies to whoever has their name, Mommyhood Unplugged now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not terrible for you. It's just terrible for Karen. <laughs> right, right. It, it didn't work, right? It wasn't my fit. So I started it. And then I was like, just moms in my area just started reading it. Like people that I met at the park. And I'd say like, oh, I have this blog. And they'd read it. So you would like tell people, like you'd go to the park and you'd tell people to read your blog? I assume so. I mean, I didn't have like business cards or anything. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like I just, yeah. Or I'd probably post it on Facebook as my guess. Right. I had a Facebook, like you know, group. And at the, at the time, Facebook, yeah. And at the time, Facebook groups showed it to everyone. So it wasn't, it didn't those have all those were the days. Those that, were the days. Block people. Those were the days. That's If people want to know how you start a blog, you started back you then. You started in 2011. When Facebook was really kind. When Facebook showed everybody mm-hmm. everything. And people yeah. used to say, you're clogging my feed. I see you too much. You know? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) So I started the blog and then I just, I was writing like once a month, like very little. And I'm sorry, I was writing very little. And so I signed up with Chicago Now, which was like a part of the Chicago Tribune. And I started writing a little bit more, like probably like once a week. And then I wrote a post in 2012, I think. Mm -hmm. I think in November of 2012, I wrote a post called What Not to Effing Buy My Kids This Holiday. And it was a letter to the grandparents. Very, I was very nice. <laughs> a lot of people got mad at me for being ungrateful. But <laughs> but it was a list of like 10 well, things. I think everybody just likes to fight with everything on the internet. Mm-hmm. They'll find a problem with anything you write. Yes, that is so true. <laughs> you and I know that well. <laughs> um, so I wrote this blog. It was like a list of 10 funny things not to buy my kids this holiday, like from live pets to Legos that hurt your feet. You know, just it was funnier than what I'm saying right now, hopefully. <laughs> and I remember I was watched, watching. It was hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> I was watching the numbers. I was watching Zoe in gymnastics class and I had my laptop in my, in my lap and I was looking at the numbers and I'm like, oh my gosh, a lot of people are reading this. Like so many that I thought it was a computer glitch. And I was just watching the numbers mm-hmm. go up and I'm like, something's wrong with the system. <laughs> but then I started seeing there were actual comments to go with it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I think by the end of that gymnastics class, it had reached like 60,000 views or something. And I'm like, oh my, holy crap. That's like a whole stadium of people. I had this like major adrenaline rush. Um, and I found out, I didn't know how it got shown to so many were people. Were you excited though or were you scared? Were you excited or were you scared when that happened? 100% excited. 100%. Because okay. I was like 100% scared. Like mm-hmm. I was like puking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like, like, when you think... Because you think about that, you think like it is, it's like a whole stadium full of people. Like you're standing in front of a stadium, like, and, and like 99% of them are laughing at you, but 1% of them hate you. And all I could think about was that 1%, you know? I think I probably so should so cool have. You're excited. I should have probably was pretty oblivious. I think also <laughs> as a, you know, you write, you, you're a writer for like your whole life and to have an audience finally was just such a great rush. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, people are actually Mm -hmm. reading my work. And like, I've been putting, you know, for decades, I've been putting in time to writing. And all of a sudden I have this audience of people. So that was really cool. I Mm -hmm. found out that a blog called moms who drink and swear had shared the blog, the post. And that's why it ended up, 
you know, doing really well. So that was cool. That was, <laughs> that was kind of the beginning of the blog. And actually, that was before I wrote that blog, I changed the name to Baby Sideburns. So that was a good thing because Baby Sideburns was kind of weirdly memorable. Uh, so can you tell me why it's called baby sideburns yeah i mean it's like a, it's a weird was your baby born with sideburns he was not but he, but he was in my in my womb <laughs> and i was going to get that like that ultrasound because i was i was you know advanced maternal age mom so i had to get a lot of ultrasounds and i remember thinking well i'm super hairy i mean i know this is a podcast but i'm like the people and also i do a good job waxing and shaving and lasering and everything you can possibly do to get rid of it because otherwise I'd look like a werewolf um so <laughs> and I was worried that I was gonna have children that look like werewolves so when my daughter came out she was surprisingly like my husband who is light light colored and didn't have the hairy problem and I was worried that my son was going to come out with the hairy problem so I said I was worried my baby was gonna have sideburns and I had a friend who was kind enough that day to say to me you should change your blog name right now and you should change it to baby sideburns. And I was like, that's great. And I went home and I changed it and like never looked back. And so. never looked back. Mm. And then, so I know that you stayed with Chicago now for a little while after that, but then mm-hmm. you finally went out on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And I when did you do that? I don't know. I stayed with them for quite some, for a long time. They were, it was fun to work with them. It was a big group of other bloggers. So like I had a community and they were just very supportive. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, how long I was with them. Probably a couple of years, I would guess. And then at some point, I realized that I needed, you know, the URL babysideburns.com. I needed to shift everything there. And it's, it's as fun as it is, like, and as fun as it is having an audience, being a blogger is a very, and I'm sure you know this, it's, it's a very solo job. Like, you're really by yourself. And I don't like that. Like, I loved working with Chicago now because I felt like I had people around me. Now I feel like I go down to my like office in the basement and I'm like, you know, just plugging away and there are no other coworkers and, and kind of my other people that I relate to are the people online, like the people on my Facebook page and people always say, Oh, you're so, you know, you're so good at answering emails and you're good at like talking to people in your community. I'm like, well, yeah. Cause that's like, if I don't talk to them, like there's nobody. So, I, mean, I have Some friends. Of my favorite people live in the internet. Yes, I mean I have friends in <laughs> well, real life. So let's but... talk. I was going to say so 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 one of the things that I've been noticing like as I get older, I know you're a little bit younger than me, but like as I'm getting older, I am having like a hard time like I kind of like the solo part of doing this and I sort of like just sort of being a hermit in my basement and not going out and meeting people and but then a few years ago, I realized that I kind of missed people. Mm-hmm. And I did like, I, I I hate working in an office. Like I would never go back to an office. Like I'll sell feet pictures on the internet first or something. <laughs> but, but, but like, how do you find friends? <laughs> you know, like, like even like earlier when you were saying like, you would like walk up to moms at the playground and like ask them to read your blog. And I was like, oh my God, like you talk to moms at the playground? Like, how did, what? Like people do that? Like, so like, cause I think, you know, I, I, I have this group of women that are all like middle-aged and that's like the number one question we keep asking ourselves. And we all, we all have friends like on the internet, but not many of us have friends in real life. Like, where are you finding your friends, Karen? Yeah. And it's funny. I actually did them up in the protocile. No, I know. I did a video about this with Elle Walker who runs what's up moms. And I actually came, went to LA and we did a whole video about like, you see the mom in the park 
and you're like, oh, we could be such good friends. And then you never actually meet. Like <laughs> you just like right. look at each other. And it's just like it's just like going to a bar when you were younger and you, you know you'd see the man across the room and you'd never actually talk to him. <laughs> um, but right. I don't I mean when I when we moved here, before we even got here, I joined Jimboree. Like I knew like I had to find I had to go out and find some people. And I've moved around a lot in life, so I kind of know that if I don't if I don't put myself out there, then I'm not going to meet people. So I went to Jimboree. I met a couple of good friends there. And when we went to the, our, our town is very villagey. So like, we're like the village people. Um, and like we go, you go to the playground and people actually, they did talk to each other. And, and so I did meet people that way. And then just over time, I've just like through school and stuff like that. I feel like as the kids get older, it's much harder to meet new moms and new dads. Like, it's just because you don't yeah. you don't necessarily walk into the party anymore and hang out while your kids there. You don't you know, you don't get out of the car anymore. You're just waiting for them in the car. So like it gets tough. I meet people like right now Holden's on a soccer team. So I talk with the parents on the sidelines there. You know, I do a tennis class once a week. I yeah, I know. Jen, you made a face. <laughs> what? Look I at you. I like- oh, no, I saw a picture of you and your husband. Like, wasn't it like a date afternoon or something? You guys went and played tennis together. We did. I we saw played a picture tennis online. together. I haven't played tennis since, I think, probably since like middle school. And some women were having a tennis class and they mentioned it to me. And I'm like, I would like to join. I find that so <laughs> so I find that like I'm I don't know what they call it like an extrovert introvert or an introvert extrovert like I'm the kind of person that really loves sitting at home alone and and being on the couch alone but I then I get this feeling that like I should be out there socializing or something so I have this terrible you know battle going on inside me that I'm that I'm not doing what's best for myself so, or that my husband's going to die one day and that I'm not going to have anyone to help me. <laughs> I'm going to be all alone. <laughs> so, like, there'll be no one. Yeah, there'll be no one. <laughs> so I don't know. The year that I met my husband, I was, we were just talking about this last night. I called it the year of yes. And because, because I was saying no a lot to people, like no a lot to guys that asked me out, no a lot to just like everything in life. And I don't, it was in 2005. And I said, this is going to be my year of yes. And I got on J date and I'm going to say yes to almost anybody that asks me out. And I'm going to say yes to adventures. And like, and I did, like I said, yes, I pretty much went out with like a bazillion people on J date. And I, I took a crazy survival trip to Belize because a friend asked me if I wanted to go. And I said, yes. And then a friend, a, a guy on J date reached out to me and actually said, I have my best friend lives in Boston and I think you would like him. He, I think he would like you. Would you guys, would you like to go out with him? And it was my year of yes. So I said, yes. And that was when I met my husband. I feel like I've tried to, I, not every year, but I've tried to apply that throughout life now. Like I try and say yes. And so like when these women said, do you want to do this tennis class? Yes. And like, it's awesome now. Like every week, one hour, it's just one hour of the week, I go play tennis with them. And then actually somebody just texted this morning and said, do you want to play an hour again tomorrow? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so it's out, of, it's, out of my com- it's, out, yeah. it's out of my comfort zone sometimes, but like I say yes. And I find that like, if I don't like it, then I can just go home and like not do it again. So that's okay. All right. Like you just, it's like our kids, like you just have to try mm-hmm. it once. Yep. And if you hate it, you don't have to do it again. Yes. Like, okay. So what I'm hearing is I have to talk to people. I'm I sorry. Yes. Do <laughs> maybe some sports things. Because all of a sudden, like I would say yes to lunch. Like if yeah. anybody was like, do you want to do lunch? I'd be like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's perfect. You no. Know, well, it's funny because I think it was 
I've lost track of the dates now that we've been in, you know, this pandemic for 80 years, but (laughs) I think it was like 2019, end of 2019, I decided I was going to say yes, because I am a big no, because the thing I find, I hear from people all the time that they don't get, they never say no, that their plates are too full. And they're always like, they say yes to everything. And then they're like super duper busy and they're exhausted and worn out. And I was like, oh no, I say no to everything. Like, and so then I thought, I'll say yes. And you're right. It was, it definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone. I did things I would never do, but I also figured out there were things I like to do. Like now you figured out you like tennis. Like, yeah. Are you going to keep, I mean, you do, right? Oh, I love it. Tennis? I love it. We've been playing. I play tennis now. I play paddle ball. I play pickle. I play- <laughs> I'm playing like all the records. Yeah, I do play pickleball. <laughs> so my I, uh, my husband plays pickleball. He really enjoys pickleball. He's always looking for a, a partner who's as bad as him, though. Well, so he goes to the <laughs> he goes to the rec center and like senior citizens beat him at pickleball. Right, so. they're good. They're really good. It's like they put in the hours, so they're very good at it. Yeah, I'm not very good either. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so when you were getting started with baby sideburns, like had had you decided, like, did you have a vision? Like, I feel like, so I watch you, I watch everybody on social media. You know, I watch all my friends. I watch everybody who's sort of in my genre and in my in my realm, right? And like, I, I'm super duper envious of you because I feel like you always have a plan. Like, I'm such a pantser. Like, I never know. Like, I wake up in the morning, like, especially when I was blogging five days a week, I would wake up in the morning and be like, shit, what am I going to write today? Like, and I'd have to like figure it out. I felt like you always had like a plan. Is that, do you, are you a planner? No, I, f- I find that I'm really proud of myself right now for pulling the wool over your eyes. <laughs> I am not, <laughs> I'm not, I'd say the only plan I ever had was, well, two things. One, when I had that post go viral, I knew I needed to feed the beast. And I like fed that right. Facebook page like you can't imagine. Then yeah. after that, the only plan I really had was, well, besides the like being honest with the world and, and showing the real truth behind parenting and, and just, you know, not BSing people, which was just kind of who I am. So it came naturally to me. But besides that, the only plan I had was that I posted every day at 10 a.m. and like, I think, 8 p.m. every single day on Facebook. I have definitely stopped doing that plan as much now. I'm pretty much only posting once a day right now. But that's it. I mean, like, I, I do have a Word document that I write my ideas down on. So like when I'm kind of running out of ideas, hopefully there's some idea in there that's okay. <laughs> but there, yeah. there are days when I'm like freaking out because I don't know what I'm going to post. So what do you do? Like when you have when you're when you need inspiration? What do you do to get that inspiration? I don't know. I mean, life just happens. Like there's always something interesting to write about. Unfortunately, these days, there's a lot of bad stuff to write about. <laughs> but yeah, it's know. been tough to be funny these last few years. But it so because a few years ago, I was interviewed by someone and he said, are you funny or do funny things happen to you? And I think that's what you were just saying is that if you wait long enough, something will happen and you can make it funny. Yeah, I think everyone's like, life is interesting. Everyone's life is interesting. Everyone like there's 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 good fodder everywhere you look. Um, it's just as a writer, you can craft that into some words that that helps your audience relate to you. And because most of the things that I write, I I find the comment section to be very comforting because most of the things that I write, everyone in the comment section is says me too, me too, me too. Right. Like they're going through exactly. Do you the read same all thing. your comments? All? No. Do you read all of your comments? <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> There's no way. I read a lot. I read a lot. I try to respond to every Instagram message I get. I try. It's it's hard to read everything. 
As I say, Karen gets a lot of comments. It's hard to keep up with all of that. So sometimes um, some posts don't get a lot. It depends. Well, you know, you just never know. Like it's hard to tell anymore what anybody's seen and what they're what the, and and the comments. You know, after a while, how many times can you say me too? Yeah, <laughs> you <know>? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like I used to comment all the time, and now I'm just like like I just give it the yeah. thumbs up and I move on because I yeah. just I don't have the energy anymore. I don't have the bandwidth to comment right on anybody or anything. Right. Which I'm just too full of rage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the other thing I noticed is you are, so when you started, your kids were little, like we all did. We all started with little kids. Your kids are aging. My kids are much, my kids are high school. How old are your kids now? Uh, junior high and the end of and fourth grade, fourth grade and seventh grade. Okay. So it's getting harder. So I would say by like, yeah. So that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to say by like fifth grade, my oldest was like, don't write about me anymore. Like, I don't want anyone to know anything about me. My younger one, she's a freshman in high school. She'd have a whole blog about her if I'd let her, but mm-hmm. like, it's just not cute anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, like how do you, what, you know, first of all, your kids are real active. I especially see your daughter a lot. I see Zoe a lot mm-hmm. on there. And does she like that or, you know, is it her idea? Is it your idea? How does that come up? Does she come up to you with ideas? No, she doesn't really come up to me with ideas, but she, she doesn't mind it at all. She kind of likes the blog. So I Mm-hmm. I think that's why I write about her more often. She's also very interesting. <laughs> my my son doesn't like it quite as much. So he, he doesn't love, I mean, he's okay with it. Like he's just like, he doesn't like it. Like Zoe likes it. They do like right now, whenever I get a sponsored post, if they're in it, I pay them a little bit. Oh, so yeah. So I feel like they, you know, they deserve it. And it's a good way for them to learn how to earn money and how to save and, my son loves that. Like he, you know, he just he really loves that. So he's constantly like, "Do you have anybody that wants to pay you right now?" So yeah, I will eat all the yogurt. <laughs> he will. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So whatever you want me to do, mom. Right. You should just tell him. You should. No, you know what you should do. You should be like, oh, you know, Swiffer hired me, so I need you to just like mop the floors. That's a great and then idea. I'll pay you like three bucks. That is, br- you know, and thank you. You gave me my next post. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this broccoli company just called and they said <laughs> yeah. right That's I mean so this, there's so many like if I could do that like I didn't even know about that we should I should have started that years ago I I pay them to just do chores and now I should have just been like no that's- Dawn called and they said you need to do the yes, dishes. Yes. <laughs> that's know? hilarious. I'm, I'm totally doing pictures it. of them and I'll be like, Moop, you're done. Here's that's, your two bucks. That's Thanks, great. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, but it is getting harder to write so about them. You- like I, like I feel like yeah, I I want to respect their privacy. I think when they were little, it was, and some people would disagree with me about this, but when they were little, I thought it was cute and funny to put a picture of them like crying or you know throwing some tantrum or whatever, like because every parent was dealing with that. And it didn't seem like it was really hurting them in any way. Now that they're older, like I would never, ever put a picture of them crying on the internet. You know, I would never, there's a lot of things I wouldn't share anymore. So it's gotten a little harder. I think the other problem is my blog tends to show that, so with the bad stuff that's going on, as opposed to showing all Mm -hmm. the rosy, wonderful stuff. Unfortunately, as they've gotten older, I've had to let a lot of the bad stuff as like stay in, you know, stay private. So I feel like I write a lot of, a lot of the good stuff more now. And I actually feel a little guilty about that because I don't I don't want to add to that clutter of the internet of everything that's wonderful and you know rainbows and unicorns and all that stuff. So it's it's getting Toxic harder. Positivity. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> you know, well, that's the thing. That's I think that's the hard part is like trying because you're right. 
little kid, what is it like little kid, little problems, big kid, big problems, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, especially once they hit those middle school years, I have so many good stories, but like, I can't, you know, maybe when they're 30 and they've been through therapy, like I could write that book at that point, you know, and and talk about it then. Yeah. Or, or let let them write it. Well, yeah, I I could could do that. I could see Zoe one mm. day, like I could, (laughs) I could see Zoe one day, like writing and, and sharing a lot of stuff that, that I haven't shared. And that's good. Have you guys thought about writing a book together? That's like my fantasy is to write a book with one of my kids, but both my kids won't do it. Neither one will do it. I mean, Zoe write a book with you. She's always writing a, she's writing a book with a friend right now. So like, I feel like I don't, I, yeah, it's nice. I mean, I don't, uh, she, she probably would if I asked her to, oh, we did start working on something a while ago, years ago, and then it never went anywhere. (laughs) <laughs> the problem, yeah. <laughs> we all have okay so here's the thing yeah this is what I always like to tell like when bloggers are like oh you know you write so much and I'm like girl I still have like I have 300 blog posts in my drafts mm-hmm. that have never been finished that were all just ideas that are just sitting there that maybe someday I'll be able to finish them and come back or you know that's just that's just being a writer you just everybody's got a bunch of crap that they haven't gotten to yet yeah <laughs> I mean that's my, out. that's my word doc of like all the ideas that I'm like hopefully I can find something in there it's literally 200 pages long and and I don't think I've looked at yeah. the at the 175 of those pages for you know many many years so, <laughs> so they're they're it might be good there. there might be something probably there might be something good in there some gold well they're probably about like diaper changing and stuff <laughs> I don't know Okay, so so one of the things, so so before I, I take a when I'm when I'm taking my guest onto the air, I have them fill out this form where I ask them like what you know what do you want to talk about, and it's always because I'm a writer. A lot of my guests are writers, and you know or people who are kind of bloggers or whatever. And so the question is always like, what are you working on next? Like, what's what are you working on now? Like, what's coming next? And Karen's, I I have to read it because it cracked me up because <laughs> she was like. I'm happy to talk about anything except what I'm doing next because I have no effing idea. <laughs> so, kidding. I'm happy to talk about the fact that I have no effing idea. I think you have an effing idea now, Karen. I think you should write the book with Zoe. No, That's the book. maybe, maybe. <laughs> Where? So, how many how many books do you have now? Do you have three books? Three books. Three. Yeah. Okay. And and they're all about they're all about parenting. They're all funny parenting stuff. Yes. yes. I'm we're, I'm working on a a middle grade fiction book, but we'll see if it ends up going anywhere. Like I don't know. I'm always working on something. Like, you know, you're a creative person. Like creative people like are constantly working on projects and things and you never know if they'll see the light of day and people that read my blog yeah. know that I I decorate cakes now. That's like a huge creative outlet too. So, that might go somewhere. Thank you for reminding yeah. me about that. Can we talk about that? It's weird, Holy right? Crap. It's okay, weird. So, I'm go- so well, I was going through Instagram one night, like just scrolling through, and I and I love to watch those videos where they do like where they speed it up and mm-hmm. they decorate a cake in like three minutes or whatever, and you're mm-hmm. just like, geez, Louise, that was amazing. And so, and I'm looking at this cake, and I just thought it was one of those cake people, like the professional cake people that I watch. And then here you are behind your cake, <laughs> smiling, and I'm like, oh. I was like, you mean you? bought that cake somewhere. Did you take a class? Is that one of your yes things? What, how, what? No, no. Why are you doing you cakes? You, 
You don't need Crazy to take crafter. <laughs> I know, right? That's what I feel like I turned into one of those people. <laughs> no, you don't have to take a class. Like there's 10,000 YouTube videos that like way more than 10,000 YouTube videos, like showing you how to do these things. And I just like, I always had a desire. And then during, I know it's before the pandemic, I guess. Was it during the pandemic? I can't remember. I feel like it was like right before, if not during. Yeah, if not during. It might have been during because I feel like I've only been decorating. It's been a year now. So it's been one year. Yeah, yeah, it was during the pandemic. Um, Yeah, I just watched a ton of videos and I'm like, and I just kind of taught myself and I'm just like, it's fun. It's just, it takes a crap load of time. Like those, those two minutes. I didn't even bake bread and you (laughs) made cakes and like decorated them. It's Betty Crocker underneath. So like, don't get excited about what's inside. I mean, I love Betty Crocker to death, but I didn't like hand do that cake. But it's, it's really, you know, it's funny. You talk about those two minute videos. Like I, I actually edited one of those earlier today. It took me like, I can't tell you how many hours to make this stupid cake. And then you have to condense it down into like two or three minutes. And that is not easy. <laughs> so it's, don't, don't let those videos fool you. It takes many, many, many hours to make these cakes. Right. Well, that's interesting. Cause I think, you know, that's like, um, you know, that's the internet in general. Like we all see all this shit on the internet and we think, oh, it's so rosy, you know, the toxic positivity. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, you know, they just made that cake. And you feel, you kind of feel bad. You know, it's interesting because you kind of feel bad about yourself. Like I watch those cake videos and to me it's relaxing. Like I watch them make mm-hmm. those cakes. And when it's a stranger doing it, I'm like, oh, well, they're really, I mean, they're like somebody like, you know, super special and amazing. And they've been doing this for 80 years and that's why. And then I see Karen Alpert make a cake <laughs> and do it. I'm like, God Damn it. Like, <laughs> why can Karen do that? And I can't. But then really, why can't I? You just told me there's 10,000 videos. I just have to go watch those instead of watching TikTok all day. Like just That's go right. watch those and maybe I could learn something. That's right. That's exactly but, right. But I do think like, like, do you feel a responsibility? So, so you have a large social media platform and do you feel a responsibility to sort of like use it as a how am I trying to say this? Like, I want to know if you, if you do you use it to bring attention and awareness to things, but then do you feel that responsibility or do you feel like a responsibility to like keep quiet and just sort of like entertain people? I think we have to walk a really fine line with that. And I'm wondering how you walk that line. Does that make sense? No, it totally does. I feel a huge responsibility. I feel, and some things I'm willing to like go out there and, and really push for. And some things I, I kind of tread lightly. So like, for example, the last election, that was a tough one. It was really, really hard to know how to talk about that because I am very committed to the Democratic Party. However, Mm -hmm. I also believe that that there are a lot of people out there that aren't. And I do not want to alienate people. I do not want to make them feel bad. I don't want them to think that my page isn't a place for them if they have different beliefs. So so I was a little more careful with that. Same with like, like vaccinations. Like I am absolutely sharing the fact that my, that me, Greg and Zoe were all vaccinated and I showed Zoe getting vaccinated. Like I did videos of her getting vaccinated and, and I, and I, and I will absolutely say that, but I will be very careful not to, I understand that there's a lot of misinformation out there and there are a lot of people that have been misled and I don't want to make those people feel worse. So yes, I'm careful about how I approach things. I like some people are very, very. They voice exactly what they think, and that's okay. That's fine. But I've just hello. I know. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's fine. And I think, and I think me, me, ten or fifteen years ago probably would have been like that. I just think that I've, I've gotten to a point where I don't 
I don't want to pick the fight. I don't want to be in a battle. I just, I'm just too tired. I'm tired of it. I like, I'm sick of fighting mm-hmm. with people. I want like lo- make love, not war. <laughs> um, and I, mm-hmm. and I see that we're coming from different places and I see like where I'm coming from is very different than where some other people are coming from. And that's okay. Yeah. So, so I think for, yeah. Cause I think like, um, you know, as a person who kind of builds a brand on fighting with people, <laughs> I, over the last year or two, I have really, I've kind of been telling myself, like, I don't have to attend every fight I'm invited to. Right. I don't have the energy right. to go to every single fucking fight. Like, I feel strongly about some things and and I'll talk about them, but the rest of it, like, there's a bunch of stuff I, I don't even want to fight with people about anymore. And I've just kind of, like, given up on that, I guess. And then I, but then I feel bad because then I'm like, oh shit, I should be talking about this. Like it's important. Oh. <laughs> you, know? you do? Yeah, I, feel, I feel a little better like yeah. not, not entering the fight. Like I feel, I feel like I used to, like I was involved in politics in our, in our area. And, and I just found like every time mm-hmm. I stepped away, I wasn't feeling good. Like I was get like my, mm-hmm. my, my anger was boiling up. Like my adrenaline was there. Like it just, I was walking away, not feeling as good. So just for my own selfish self. Um, I, I felt like I had to walk away from those fights and I did. And I'm, I'm definitely a happier person because of it, but I will still share my feeling on issues. I'll just probably do it in a less, you know, combative way. Good for you. So I don't know. I'm trying trying to be the kinder, the kinder, gentler Jen, but I don't know. So, but good for you. Cause I, I, you're, you don't win. You don't win people over by fighting with them, no. you know, so you don't change minds that way. No, so and I, you're, yeah, you probably have the right approach. Yeah. And I'm just like, not, I'm just not engaging with a lot of it. Like last night I put up a post that had, see Zoe sitting in the front seat of the car now. It's brand new. She's 12 and a half. I know it's supposed to be 13, but we, we pushed it a little bit earlier and, but she's tall enough. And I just decided, we decided it was time. So mm-hmm. she sat in the front seat and I took a picture of her because she and Holden were holding hands. She was in the front seat and he was in the back seat holding her hands. And it was right. Okay. It was so, it was so sweet. Like I when because when Zoe first got in the car, it was the first time and Holden was in the back seat and I was like, Oh, they're not sitting together anymore. And then Holden leaned forward and they held hands like over the chair. And I'm like, that's just the sweetest thing. But when I put this picture I'm up, like, hold on, mommy's got to get the right light. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely took the picture of course. And <laughs> when I put the picture up last night, of course, there, turned, there became a battle on the page because someone was like, I put my kid in the front seat when he was eight years old. But, you know, and then I'm like, you just asked for mm-hmm. a bazillion mean comments at you. So like, have fun with that. <laughs> but I, right. but I saw the Welcome to the fight. We'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I kind of, I read a couple of them and for the most part, I, I didn't even answer. I didn't, I stayed out of it. I was just like, I'm just not gonna, will I be happier if I engage with this? Absolutely not. So I just stayed out. Right. Yeah. And that's so good. That's like, you know, it's, it's a form of self care. It is to not, Mm -hmm. to not engage, to walk away. And I think, again, it kind of goes back to like, you know, we give this advice to our kids. We give this advice to our friends, but do we follow that advice? No. Like, you know, so don't, don't do the things that don't make you happy. Like don't do the things that drain your energy. We, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm 49 now and I just feel like, I'm halfway through my life. Like the fuck I'm wasting any more energy on things that yeah, <laughs> oh, that drain me like this. Like right. no way. Right. No way at all. Uh, FYI, I'm the same age. I'm the same age as you, just so you know. 
I have always thought you were younger than me, Karen. Well, I'm 48, almost 49. You're the same I'll be, age. I'll be 49 in December. Oh, yep. my God. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, girl. Yeah, we're so, gonna be fifty this year. Well, oh, be 50 you'll this be fifty year. this year. I'll be fifty next year. I'm not there yet, but <laughs> but I did say to my yet. husband, no, like, I always we'll throw just... a big party for my fiftieth. So <laughs> I'll do something. That's fun. what I want to do. If if COVID if COVID cooperates, oh, we'll God. see. But yeah, right. I know, right? <sighs> so so one one of the things I want to talk to you a little bit about too is like how you how you like I we've talked about how this is like a kind of a lonely solo job that you're kind of doing your own thing. How are you, how do you stay motivated? Like what keeps you going and what kind of inspires you to get up every morning and, you know, post at 10 AM or whatever it is you're, you know, you've got on your calendar. Like, how are you still going with this creative job that is kind of <laughs> turns into a J O B at some point? <laughs> yes. 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 I, I, I don't know. Besides coffee. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much longer I can do it. Like, I feel like it is, it's definitely, yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I would never, not, I would never quit. I won't quit for a very long time, but I do find that like last week I didn't post one day. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to a point where I might not post every day. I'm struggling with that. Uh, and I've said it to my husband, I'm not going to post every day. And then it comes 7.30 or 8 comes along and I'm like, oh, I haven't put up a post yet. <laughs> and he's like, remember, you weren't, going, you weren't going to. Or like we had Holden's birthday party on Saturday night and I just like lost track of time. And like I didn't put up a post on Saturday, which, you know, I kind of panicked a little bit, but nothing bad happened. So I need, right? I need, the world didn't end. The world didn't end and the blog didn't end and everything was fine. So I just need, I need to get to a place where I feel a little bit better doing that because I don't want to be just putting up stuff for the sake of putting up stuff. Like I want to make sure that I have something to say, right. Whether it's entertaining or interesting or, you know, heartfelt, like there has to be a reason that I'm putting up a post. So, um, but there's, sadly, there's almost always something. Yeah. There's almost always. I mean, well, I think that's the thing. I think there can be. There can be something if you just, you know, if you make it. But like, yeah, no, a few years ago, I stopped posting every day because I was just like, I I can't do this. Like, it's just, it's, it was it was stressing me out more than like a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was just like, I just want to write books. I The whole social media thing, like, I enjoy it, but I don't, I don't like to have it on a schedule or anything like that. And I'm like, I'll come back to it in a week maybe if I want, you know, like – They'll be there. They won't be there. I don't know. I'm like, I just want to write books. Like, that's all I want to do now. So it's hard. And podcast. Now yeah. I want to podcast. You know, everybody had a mommy blog in 2011. So now, what is it? 2021, we all have podcasts. Now. Right, right. So. I mean, I think, unfortunately, I think, like, I was ready to kind of not just just to post a little bit less and be more just doing my own thing making cakes and playing tennis <laughs> but yeah I had the book bo- the book was coming out and so like the book I felt like I-, I can't just ask people to buy a book like I felt like I needed to give them the the fun stuff that they get that they're used to getting every day also so I had that then I don't know I had like no sponsorships at the beginning of the year but then all of a sudden it's like all the budgets kicked back in and it's just been crazy uh-huh. like my plate has just been crazy full lately so again I'm not gonna just post sponsored stuff every, you know, all the time and, and not post the fun stuff that people like. So I'm kind of, I'm, it's just the, the money keeps me going. 
So it's not a <laughs> it's not a bad gig. You're like, I got a contract. Yeah, <laughs> I yes. gotta go sell some mops. Yeah, I'll be right back. Right. I mean, it's not Hold like, like do the kitchen, please. Right, because like I'm kind of like, how dare us for complaining? Like we are our own boss. We you know get to stay at home every day and like wear whatever we want to work and like not answer to anybody really and and have flexible lives for our children and for you know for our families. And I just like, so I, so I feel bad complaining about that, but, but I am getting tired of it. (laughs) Well, and as I say, and that's all true, but also you also have panic attacks at eight o'clock at night and go through your comment section and, you know, you're up at, you know, two o'clock in the morning worrying about what tomorrow's content's going to be, or you're checking in at midnight on a potentially, you know, a thread that's, you know, going to turn into a huge fight and you're going to have to ban some people. Like, you know, to me, like there's... There's always work to be done kind of thing. And I think that it's not just creating this content. It's also like managing this whole social media platform and trying to like and figure out what I'm gonna do next. Like what am I working? I mean, the other day my husband was like, So what do you what do you what do you got? What what are you doing next? Like you, you know, and I was like, Oh, bro, I got nothing. <laughs> like I'm so cooked right now. I don't know what I'm doing. And but I'm like you, like I have like five projects like half started that I'm like any one of these could turn into something if I would actually just you know get the brain power and sit down and do it right and so it's like and so we have that luxury but then because we have that luxury we can go make cakes and play tennis too right it's exactly <laughs> you know, right. not do our work right which is like I mean that's a, <laughs> like pretty, that's a darn good life you know like that you that you have time to do those things yeah. Yes, it is. It is. It is good. It It is a job, but it is a really flexible job. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the flexibility that I get. And I, and, and I love being creative. Like I love making people laugh. And so, you know, if they can laugh, then I'm, then I'm happy. So you were talking about branded, like sponsored content that you do. So that's one of the other things I'm always really jealous of. I feel like so many times when people do a sponsored post, they're just like, I love yogurt hashtag, you know, yogurt company. (laughs) And you're just like, cool. Yeah. And I think you do such creative. I think it is a true gift. I think there's like, I've decided now there are like three social media gifts. There's three gifts of people of really talented, creative people that I don't have. One is to write really funny tweets. It's really hard to be witty and funny in that few of characters. Like I need a thousand words to tell you a funny story. 100%. Then I'm really jealous of people who can create TikToks because TikToks, <laughs> I feel like, are so creative and so interesting and funny. And just any, you can do anything. Like, there's things I never even thought about that you could do on TikTok. Yep. So I'm really envious of those people. And then I'm also really envious of people like you who can create really interesting, funny, you know, engaging, sponsored content for a brand. How the hell do you do that? Is that because of your marketing background? Like, what is that all about? How can you do that? Well, maybe it's because of my marketing. I'm sure that helps. Uh, But really, like, I don't, like, some people are very lucky. And they have, like, adorable little three-year-olds and toddlers that they can put with a product. And, like, (laughs) then they just get a bazillion likes. Like, my kids aren't, yeah, yeah, my kids aren't that age anymore. Like, and, and, and I'm not a gorgeous model that, you know, that you see on these these millennials take these gorgeous pictures of themselves. Like that's not me. So I don't have that going for me. Um, I always feel like somebody asked once, God, who was it? There was a comedian and they asked, would you rather be like hilariously funny or would you rather be drop dead gorgeous, like supermodel? And their answer was like supermodel, like it's drop dead gorgeous. And I was like, yeah, it's so easy. Like you just take a picture of yourself with a product <laughs> and like, there it is. Like, I don't have that. Lu- I don't have that luxury. Like if I do that, the post is just not going to do very well. 
So I feel, and I, yeah, and I feel like if someone's paying me, I, I, it's my job to try and make that post do well. And you know, usually it works. Like some occasionally, I have something that just doesn't quite, quite, quite click with the audience. But for the most part, if I put the effort in, it pays off in the end. So that's, I mean, that's oh, I, effort. I, yeah, it's effort, right? There's the word. Oh, <laughs> right, effort. Right, Got it. Got right. it. If, Write that word right. down. Hold on. So go feet, meet people. Yeah. Try new things. Mm-hmm. Watch YouTube videos and effort. Yes, God. effort oh, matters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I just feel, I feel like I, sh- I feel like I need to do that. If someone's paying me, I owe them that. So. Well, yeah, because, right. I mean, that makes sense. But I'm, and I think everybody does a good job with their content, but I'm just, there's just a few out there that really kind of shine and, and I'm, I'm friends with all of them. It's interesting. <laughs> but I think that like. You guys just really have a special talent. Like I always feel bad. Like when brands come to me, and I'm just like, "Bro, I got nothing." Like you, know, <laughs> you tell me if you want me to put on a monkey suit and dance, I'll do it. But mm-hmm. like, I don't, oh, please tell me you're wearing your tiger pants today. Oh no, you're wearing your tiger pants. I'm wearing jeans for the No Pants podcast. Yeah, no, I'm wearing jeans. Oh, there they are, though. But today it got cool. It got cool so, here today, so I put on jeans for the first time in like I don't know how long. So, whoa, pants a button. That's crazy. <laughs> So I wanted to know, like, what is something? So I feel like, okay, you put your your you put your whole life out there. You've got your kids out there. You've got your cakes. You got your tennis. You got your writing. Like, you tell them what you think. You have your heart on your sleeve. Like, but what is something that you can tell me today that they that your fans don't know about you? Ooh, What's your deepest darkest secret. Well, Karen? I no haven't told people. I haven't okay. told people on the blog yet. We're moving. <gasps> what? <laughs> Like, like you're my next door neighbor. It's like no. a real secret. <laughs> like it's going to impact my life in some way. You're no. leaving the neighborhood? Well, not really. Where are we're, you moving, going? we're moving a mile away from where we live right now. So <laughs> we're really venturing out there. Oh, that's so stretching out of your comfort zone. Good yeah. for you. Like yeah. maybe even a new school district. I, well, we're on the other away. side of the major street. So that's a big deal. Oh, <laughs> and not even okay. that major. It's really only two lanes. <laughs> <gasps> and and why are when why what what because didn't you just you just like redid your kitchen or something you know like, people say that but we actually we redid it four years ago so it has so it's not like so we've lived we've had it for four years so it's been wonderful I don't know we there were just some things we wanted to change about our house and we were gonna try and change them and then we found out that probably wasn't what we should do and um so yeah so we're we're heading out. All right. <laughs> well, that'd be good. So well, that was my other question I was going to have for you too, is that, you know, like as our kids get older, as we kind of get out of the mommy sphere, like you kind of have to have a pivot. You kind of have to have a new, new way you're going to go. You're going to be a house person. You're going to tell us all about your house. And a house person. Your house. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like the, I, li- I love those people actually. Like I love watching like, you know, when they're picking out the, the pink colors in the wallpaper and they're like, are you going to do all that? Can we I follow mean, that? Yeah, I'll probably like ask people's opinions and things like that. I mean, you can ask their opinion. You don't have to do it. I like, yeah, well, right. That's true too. Uh, <laughs> although usually I feel like if everyone says one thing, you probably should follow what they're saying. I don't know. I like it was doing our kitchen was hard because I felt like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be like bragging to people about what I'm doing. I see. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, I understand. We all have different things going on in our lives and I, but but on the other hand, like it's a part of my life and I have a blog and like, so I, sh- I share my life and what it is. Um, I think that with the kitchen, like when I revealed the kitchen, it was, it was really interesting because for the whole time the kitchen was being done, I was like, how am I going to reveal this? How am I going to reveal this? And then I decided in the end, 
I actually was sad when my kitchen was built because I missed our old kitchen because it was filled with so many memories of the kids being so little in it. Uh, mm. And and that was the angle I ended up taking in the blog. And it was true. Like it took me a good six months to like embrace my new kitchen because I was sad that I missed the old one. Oh, um, wow. Yes. So, and I have a feeling the house, the house is going to be that times a lot. I was going to say, if the kitchen kicked your ass, that new house is going to be really hard. It's going to be very hard to leave this house. Like Zoe was, you know, less than one when we, mo- when we moved here. Holden was born here. Not literally born here. I, in a hospital. But <laughs> I'm a drugs kind of guy. In the living room. Uh, right. <laughs> Didn't do C-sections at home back then. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is, it's going to be really hard to leave. So not to mention yeah. all the crap we have to pack up. So <laughs> that's the worst part. Yeah. So really like, I would just like to like get all new stuff. That's right. Just That'd be <laughs> start great. just reaching out. Like, <laughs> like I would just start like, I would just be like, yeah, we're just going like, to, you can buy everything in the house. I just want my, my photos and like my computers and that's it. Yeah. It's funny. I, when I walk around now and I'm looking at like, I'm looking at it like that. I'm thinking if they wanted to keep that, they could. Like, I feel like I'm going to put post-it notes on everything. Like, do you want to keep it? Do you want to keep it? <laughs> like, yeah. It works. It, it fit. The couch fits perfectly here. Yes. Yes. You might as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't, so. so you're moving. All right. Well, that was a big secret. Thank you. I secret. mean, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping someone's going to like admit to murder or something, but moving is good. Yeah. I like that. I'm you not going to tell those secrets on here. So, not yet. No. But, but see, now is the time to do it because no one listens to this podcast yet. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all done. And I'm so grateful that you did this, Karen. Where can everybody find you? Where can they follow you and read and see your pants? Your You have to find her tiger pants. <laughs> you have to find the tiger pants pictures. But where can they find your cake videos and all your funny stuff that you do? Sure. Thanks for having me so much. This was fun. You can find me, Baby Sideburns. Everything is Baby Sideburns. So Facebook's Baby Sideburns, Instagram, Baby Sideburns, babysideburns.com. I'm I'm pretty consistent. So <laughs> See, in, this, in this, at least, in not my- in life, but in the blog, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is good. See, that's good advice. Always go out and get all your handles before you go viral because right. then you'll have it all for you. Well, the, the hilarious so, thing is somebody actually had my email address. They had babysideburns at gmail.com. So- what? <laughs> did you want to like email them and be like, why? Like, I, how? I did, did you, but I, instead I just went with babysideburns2 at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm baby savers too. <laughs> so, so that's what I am. And I've never changed. <laughs> well, that's so funny. Cause there's a woman, her name is Jen Mann, and she's an, she is a, um, she's a really successful artist apparently. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> and she owns all the Jen Mann stuff. And, and, uh, so yeah, so I get her mail a lot, like, which I'm not quite sure how I'm getting her mail, but I, they Google Jen Mann and they find me too. And they email, email us both. Probably they'd be like, I love your art. And I'm like, Oh, Thanks. <laughs> Maybe you'll get a check one day by mistake or something. <laughs> I would just love a painting. Like if she's listening, oh, like cool. I love yeah. her art, you know, yeah. I would just love a painting. It was, yeah. She does really beautiful stuff. But then you'll All hang right. it well, and thanks. it'll say Jen Man on it. And then people will think that you hung your own art in your house. And <laughs> <laughs> right. be like, wow. But like we knew she was crazy, but not that right. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Karen. This was so much fun and I really enjoyed it. And I appreciate you taking a chance on me. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and subscribing to No Pants Required with Jen Mann. Don't forget to follow me on social media and subscribe to my newsletter at jenmanwrites.com. My newest book, Midlife Bites, Anyone Else Falling Apart or Is It Just Me? will be out in January, but it's available for pre-order everywhere books are sold.